shit. Hello. Hi there. Hi, Andrew. I'm never called that. No one's ever once called me that. No one's ever once in your life called you Andrew? No, I was born to be Drew. I call you that. I call you that because you're in trouble. I know. I'm sheepishly trying to avoid the subject. I'm in trouble. Have anything to say for yourself? I'm so goddamn sorry. Things got, <laughs> things got out of hand. I lost. I lost the plot. I lost the plot. Uh, a bit of an ordeal ensued, and um. Uh-huh. Uh It's been a. You know, are, what do you do? You have a mic? What's going on? I. Oh, you can't hear me. I can, but your audio sounds kind of bad. Oh, sorry. Okay. Actually, you yeah. are usually. Yeah. No, you're fine. I'm too loud usually. You're too loud usually. You know, we had. We sort of entered a portal last night, and I'm not sure I wanted to enter that portal for a variety of reasons. Did you fall off the wagon? Uh, no. <laughs> I don't. I don't know if I want to. Re- I don't know if I want to record about this. But um, <laughs> just, can you I, at least tell us about how you were recognized at Clandestino? That sounds very glamorous. Let's begin here. <laughs> I don't want to have the wagon discourse on on live. Okay, pine. we can talk about it another time. Um. Yeah. You know, as one does, uh, friend of the pod, Oded. He's Shout visiting. out to Oded. He was in town, and I thought we'd head over to the local watering hole, <laughs> also known, I guess, in these paths as clandestino, <laughs> which is not so clandestine if. We knew about it, and you were. Yoko. I love. I, yeah, I really like referring to it as a local watering hole. I think that may be the first time anyone's referred to it as a local watering hole. So at first it's we got tough. there, and it was rather tepid, mm-hmm. and sort of cozy. We we thought it would be more like forbidding. Can you describe like kind of the interior decor? I don't really have an eye for that mid-century. You don't, yeah. But it was like almost like very wooden. It was like a lot of like wood grain. Okay, natural I like grain, that wood. It was just kind of woodsy and oddly Was cozy. it clan- clandestine at all? No, it was nothing clandestine. The bartender was really open and welcoming, mm-hmm. gracious. Okay. Served me, um, you know, Oded got a G and T and I just got a T. All right. And we sat in the back at first because all the outside tables were occupied, even though we thought like that's where the cool kids were. And our goal was to make our way over there. Right, to be with the cool kids. And so I, I actually saw a table opened up out front, and I brought my uh, my tea, tonic mm-hmm. water with lime, out there, and Oded went to relieve himself. Mm-hmm. We'd already at this, this point... This is like had, true Canals Guardian excruciating detail here. Oded went to relieve himself, <laughs> and at this point we'd already had, by the way, uh, we dined on that evening mussels with some crusty bread. Oh. That and oysters good. and i had a virgin oh. grapefruit cocktail <clears throat> damn i love having shellfish with my homies that's great i love the homies are made for shellfish yeah. and vice versa or whatever yeah and so i mean we had two i made some great pizza i mean we're doing a little tour you know you had p- in the same meal you had mussels, no, oysters, we had and like pizza? we had some time in between with like espresso and cigarettes okay <sighs> when do i just I'm sorry to press you on this, but when when did the pizza happen? Like in what order? Oh, so what happened was we Oded had to go get a sweater. Okay. He took me to a boutique shop of some sort. 
You're always problem, going on, on sartorial missions with Odette. Yeah. I still haven't forgotten the seersucker bathing trunks mission. I know that haunts us still to yeah. this day. Okay. And oh, but for some reason there was a newbie working at, at the cat at the register at this uh it was actually a consignment shop, but like a rather boutique okay. one, if you know what I mean. Okay. And what type of sweater was Odette I think it was purchasing? Cashmere is beautiful wool. I uh-huh. mean, really comfortable. Okay. But and this would become a motif because it ended up getting oddly cold, just as it did that night. You and I were in. Yeah, Brooklyn. what the fuck? Yeah, that was so weird. And this time that we were on a roof. Yeah. Uh, God, fucking rooftop. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of rooftop. I, I, I'm realizing this. That's another motif going on here. Um, I mean, the rooftop the motif that- goes all goes way back. That goes back to our project, if you remember. Oh yeah! Oh wow, there's a deep dive. That is a really deep dive. I actually did. I think I was ruminating on that in one of my few cogent moments last night, of which there yeah. were precious few. <laughs> oh, fuck. Okay, um, so Oda gets the cashmere sweater. Is that Oda, so? There's the pizza before. Oh, but see, the, the woman at the. Sweater? Let me just finish this. Okay. We yeah, realize yeah. as we leave the boutique consignment okay. shop okay. that the very fetching newbie girl at the cash mm-hmm. register has forgotten to take off the anti-shoplifting <gasps> oh, no. device which you know if you take it off manually it sprays ink what? i think well that's what I, i've heard they do that oh it's like well, anyway you, okay yeah so we realize this mistake at when we after the boutique shop we go and get oysters and mussels okay and then at, at dinner, Odette realizes what's happened. Okay. So You're kind of quiet now. I don't know why. We wander. We wander back so not, as if almost accidentally to the store. Mm-hmm. It's closed, but they're like hanging out. They're like having a circle meeting in the store. Okay. So Odette knocks on the window. <laughs> a man sees us and just comes and takes off the device. Okay. We then get obsessed with the idea of um we we have this like whole routine this itinerary in mind where we need to uh-huh. so we gotta get pizza and then uh-huh. we get and then we get a pack of cigarettes uh-huh. and then we get espresso and this is okay. what we're gonna do and we're not gonna deviate and then we're gonna okay. go to clandestino so that's right, the right, whole right. plan okay. and that was really gonna be the night um mm-hmm. you know it'd been a long day and we weren't planning on having some sort of odyssey or saga okay. but new york baby it had other plans for you the thing about New York is I feel like in the three weeks that I've been here, I've lived like three different lives. Like e- each week is a new <laughs> you self. You have. You really have. <laughs> oh, man. And I think this is where it starts to fall apart. Yeah. Or fraying at the seams. Mm-hmm. Anyway, I'll continue in my Kanaz Guardian inventory. Here. Okay, please do. So we wait in line behind two Australians at a place called Scars Pizza. Okay. And and that where is know, where is this in New York? Lower East Side. Okay. I think I don't fucking know. It's somewhere <laughs> around there. And meanwhile, like we've been, we're both having like asthma attacks because we've just been like smoking all afternoon. Right, but you had but your inhale. You had your inhaler on you. I, I did use it in a bathroom once. Okay. Odette says, "Well, we're in line, so we gotta smoke cigarettes." Uh huh. Okay. We start smoking. Um, we wait for the pizza. We chat with these Australians about whether or not you get a whole pie or a slice. And I deliver mm-hmm. a Dave Portnoy inspired 
examination of the differences in quality, qualitative uh-huh. differences between Love a slice it. and a full pie. And okay. they were so impressed. And I, I didn't have the heart to tell them that I was really plagiarizing Dave Portnoy's complaint. <laughs> Even though that's what I was doing, but I didn't want to get into the bar no, stool discourse. No. Yeah, yeah. Massachusetts no, no. Just discourse. Let it, just let it remain magical. So I'll take mysterious. credit for it. Yeah. I'm always plagiarizing somebody. Shout out to Dave Portnoy, though. Open invitation. I would love to. Pod, yeah. He's sort of Kanaz Guardian in his thoroughness of his project. Anyway. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. <laughs> I wonder what he rated this place. That's then I started wondering a lot. Oda yeah. and I, I get two slices cheese. Oda gets one slice cheese. I get just uh, cheese. Why no topping? We're purists. When do we purists? It's weird. Okay. It was extraordinarily light pizza, mm-hmm. which is very different from some pizza I ate a few and another self, another iteration mm-hmm. of my New York life, mm-hmm. which was like gargantuan and sloppy and slippy mm-hmm. and greasy. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a project getting that shit down mm-hmm. on a very hot night. Mm-hmm. So this was like light and delicate. Mm-hmm. I love that. I don't, yeah, I don't associate those adjectives with pizza. Well, I mean, it was still a nice little slick layer of grease, but, you know, lubrication is always necessary, as we well know in these pats. (laughs) Um, Sometimes it doesn't help, though. uh, I wouldn't know about that. Uh, (laughs) I don't know about Okay, parallel storylines. Continue. (laughs) <laughs> um we and uh, in the pizza is very light the second slice uh, somehow became richer and more pungent more flavorful than the okay. first yeah sometimes that used to happen when i back when i was a, a wine drinker i would notice this too the mm-hmm. second glass is more pungent and then Oda and i had a brief discourse and like how the second glass of wine is better the second round of sex might be better. we were on this we were mm-hmm. the second okay. is better because yeah, you're allowed yeah. to just enjoy it you're not like overwhelmed by the right initial impression okay you know, we have a Odin and I, we have a very spontaneous free almost podcast like discourse. In fact, later we would have a long discourse, disquisition on. He has a whole theory about Joshua Cohen versus Kanazgar, which I won't get into. Oh, wow. Sort of, OK. Yeah, we don't need yeah, to. We don't need to wait. I've been those. triggered I, enough already in this first. 10 I don't want to wait in those waters. Within me. Like yeah. j- fucking dude is haunting me, man. Josh Cohen. You never know what's going to fuck it. Like, you know what people don't tell you about life? Like certain names and certain people, they will haunt you for the rest of your days. You don't, you don't mm-hmm. realize it. Anyway, Odette did deliver a startling. Odette did deliver a startlingly lucid and intelligent compare and contrast essay on Kanazgard, on itemization in things and words mm-hmm. in Kanazgard and okay. uh, Cohen. And this was in Clandestino, but we're not there yet. We're still eating okay. pizza. We're still getting pizza. <laughs> and we get a little nervous at this point about entering clandestino because the pizza is done mm-hmm. oh i think we that, now this is when we get the espresso we go to an espresso place uh we buy more cigarettes turkish gold mm-hmm. which later we meet a fellow who will become a character who himself smokes turkish gold and has and shares many similarities with myself i think it sounds destined to be well he he's the crucial like guide on this hero's journey such as okay. it is um anyway so you decide to get espresso at what time have is it's like 9 p.m yeah it's probably like nine we we, we wanted to get late because we don't want to show up too early to clandestino mm-hmm. and be like right. lame, be lame assholes yeah right and then also what are we going to just wait around until the cool cats show up no we can't do that so we need to show up late right but so that's why we chose to wait in line 
We chose to get espresso. We smoked some cigarettes outside. And then finally, we. How are your bowel movements at this point? I would imagine. None. None. Really? Okay. Work orientations are to stop me up. Yeah. (laughs) Team building exercises will do that to you. Human resources dialogues. (laughs) Yeah. Costive effect. Yeah. Anyway, we, 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 then finally, without knowing it, almost we walk past kind of steam and we just say, oh my God, we're here. And I'm mm-hmm. sort of nervous and, and I keep walking by. And I notice, why are you still walking? Like, we're going in. Yeah. And I said, don't we need to, we should like scope. Because I, I always, before I go into a new bar or a new scene, mm-hmm. I have to like walk by it four times. Right. Yeah, yeah. So I can like see where I'm going to enter. I can get my path going. Fair enough. Yeah. But actually it wasn't necessary. We entered, the bartender immediately asked us for vaccination cards and pass oh, and ID. But Oded couldn't find his fucking passport. So he used a credit card and, and we had our vax cards and it was fine. So now mm-hmm. this brings us back to when I ordered the G and T and the T. Right. You go yeah, sit yeah. in the back. Oded delivers his soliloquy on Joshua Cohen versus Ken Osgard. Mm-hmm. Then he goes to Piz. I find a table out front. Mm-hmm. Oh, and keep in mind, I'm wearing my signature, which is actually my uh, our struggle uniform of the undersized the Lacoste and red Lacoste yes. polo. I saw that in the photo. <laughs> Navy, uh, or am I like, I don't know, like pastel blue sh- J. Crew short shorts? Yes. Okay. Which, like, you can see my boxers. They're like, they're so short. This is a problem in I orientation, too. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyway, and then I see uh, a dude, bearded dude, looks on the surface much like myself, lighting up a cigarette. I'm sort of just standing there. And I think, oh. Who's he with? Why is he standing near my table? Mm-hmm. And then he leans over and says, hey, man, do you have a podcast? <laughs> and I just start laughing. Well, but that's say, actually the new cruising opener. <laughs> oh, I didn't know he was, that. He was cruising you, yeah. <laughs> well, then, of course, he introduced himself as new friend of the pod, Andrew, who is himself a friend of friend of the pod. Of course. Who is it? Of course. The Wizard of Remsen Street, Christian oh, yeah, Lorenzen. Well. So I just started laughing and, sa- and kind of started blathering about just a surprise that he recognized me here. I, I didn't really know how to react. Like, mm-hmm. I was a little thrilled. I won't lie. I would be thrilled, too. To be ID'd as a podcaster. If you, I said er- this morning, like, if somebody had told me a few years ago, like, you know, one day somebody will identify you as a podcaster in clandestino. I would think mm-hmm. it was a nonsense verse. Yeah, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Just, like imagine just garble. And like, yeah. tw- tw- and we were at Grinnell said, Drew, one day in clandestino, you'll be shown to be a podcaster. What the fuck? So yeah, because podcasts weren't even really a thing when no. we were in college. Yeah. <laughs> so then I just laugh and say, oh, our struggle. Yep, that's that's me. That's and me. then he talks about Lorenzo and we get into it about writing books Oded reemerges. Mm-hmm. we start smoking cigs talking kinosgard was, was he there with anyone or just like fishing for i don't know I, I i it's a good question <laughs> i think well we made we made friends right quick so it, it, mm-hmm. it didn't really matter i think he was there with some friends but they they parted ways very quickly damn i it wasn't a, in a negative way i mean mm-hmm. he found us but, you know, I, I'm sober, basically. So mm-hmm. I'm still kind of like huffing here, mm-hmm. like trying to get high on my own supply of getting mm-hmm. recognized at clandestino. We also all joke that we we're just like waiting for Dasha there, which is not actually true. Then we have a then, yes, we, then we developed a theory that Biden was like 
making like women's like tits better i, I don't know it was weird Hmm, okay. we we're just riff- we we're just riffing you know guy riffing kind of guy stuff. riffing yeah Spitballing, i wouldn't understand yeah establishing guy rapport right in a way that was very natural and easeful and beautiful great and fun i love that yeah and then <clears throat> he says well i'm going to a birthday party in uh bed if you want to come mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> which is like invitation to the underworld right or whatever you know i'm sensitive these days i can't like flirt with this dangerous Mm -hmm. beast yeah of uh brooklyn so to speak right last time when we were in brooklyn like i had a lot of strength like you did have a lot of strength you just politely uh, ate your pizza uh i i knew how to protect myself this time around i'd say the reserve the reserves (laughs) of strength the reservoir was slightly thinner. Yeah. Um, because we were in a pool of like a new wave of folks. Mm-hmm. And we were sort of like guests of a guest mm-hmm. of a guest at this event, which I was it like a large event or also I can't I don't really want to like you know anyway. Um, you know, it was a small event. Oh, so it was like it was obvious that you were there. I was very obvious like that we were there, in. and yeah, and, okay. and we were. I was introduced as like the podcaster. Oh God, no! Uh, yeah. I'm having flashbacks to the <laughs> common. Yeah. A bit of that, but no. But Andrew's <laughs> really cool. He made it really easy. I mean, it wasn't actually yeah. awkward. It was. It was. It was super uh, graceful in a sense. Well, I don't know. It's super graceful. Shout out to Andrew. Apparently, the dude was a hero. Yeah. Of the night. In fact, I just got. I got a coffee with him some hours ago. <laughs> I'm serious. Because you hadn't spent enough time with him. <laughs> That's nice. We had no, to, that's, like, that's we how had you can tell say, you're really good friends. Yeah. We had to kind of well, you debrief. were debriefing. We had yeah. to debrief. Yeah. I like yeah. that boys do that. Girls also do that. Yeah. Oh, actually, we just walked around a bookstore and talked about Don DeLillo and Thomas Bernhardt. Oh, <laughs> that makes me so happy, though. I'm so glad I know, you made, made, made a friend. So there was a victory. Aww. There was a victory. Yeah. Um, then the night became a kind of ordeal. But, mm-hmm. uh, <laughs> but that's where the narrative ends. That's where the narrative ends? Okay. I mean, <laughs> that's fine because we need to actually do this Colin show. <laughs> okay. <sighs> you, I, I am going to make you tell me more about this though after uh, we're not potting. Okay. I'm not sure. I need to like go through and we need to be. I'm, I'm actually have all this new anxiety, Lauren, about like what I say on the podcast. Really? Yeah, because like now I'm like in it. It just seems more sensitive all of a sudden. Yeah. Well, also, these are like real people. These are people that conceivably like they knew of it. They had heard of our show? No. Yes. These people. I got some potential guests, friend. Whoa. No, these people like knew about the show and they were asking. It still kind of shocks me when people know about the show. I mean, can you imagine that I was just ID'd in in Clandy? Clandy. What the fuck? That and then, oh, oh, and he that also clocked. said he said it was because of the iconic shirt. Oh hell yeah! So it's nice. like that's my uniform. But anyway, that's where the narrative ends. It was it was it was sort of it was in its way you know kind of like mythic entry point. I love that. Um, don't don't feel so hot today, but yeah, well that happens. Yeah. Okay, so (laughs) 
welcome to our call-in show. This was actually a, this is a Just Us Boys show. The first Just Us Boys show since, I believe, our famous, infamous season closer, season one finale, um, which was like three months ago. A lot has happened since then. And In a way, though, you, I feel like that was sort can of... Can you believe so much has happened since then? That was like a finale. I can hardly believe it. I feel like we never quite came back from that. From the season finale? Yeah. Oh, no, not the season finale. I'm at season... I don't want to get back into Josh Cohen, but... Yeah, let's not bring him. (laughs) No, the season finale was when I talked about Little Rascals for like 20 minutes. Oh, that's my favorite. That's my cult favorite episode. Yeah, that's a great episode. I'd say that actually points towards a new direction for the Our Struggle narrative mode. Yeah. No more more guests, sorry. (laughs) Although... Yeah, I had a new idea. I said to you that we could. I said to you that we could like dramatize our narrative, parallel narratives. Yeah, yeah. No, we're not. I don't think we're gonna do that. I don't, <laughs> I don't think we're gonna do that on this podcast. <laughs> maybe, maybe there will be a personal essay somewhere along the line and a prestigious venue. But I'm not. You know. Oh, in a prestigious venue. I'm not. Um, I'm not blowing my load on this podcast. That much is true. That much is true, my friend. Yep. <laughs> this much is true. Everyone's listening to this like, what the fuck are you talking about? Oh my about? god. I I got I'm getting uh, I'm getting the heebie jeebies. I don't know why. You're getting, getting the heebie jeebies. Well, we're going back around because I think you talking about getting the heebie jeebies is the origin of the heeb him, the heeb slash him pronoun discourse. A lot of those early po- early episodes are like blacked yeah. out. I have no memory of even doing them. <laughs> I assure you, that's how we came. That's how we came upon heap slash and pronouns. I don't even know how this whole thing like be accreted or accrued. I don't know either. Um, but we have a lot of. So it's our first anniversary. <laughs> it's and been. A, have, has it really been a year? It's been a year. It's been over a year, according to Meckling's profile of us in Vanity Fair. Bold that's where name. really we begin though that's where um, that was our birth that was like our what was that or that was our i would say that was like our debut our cotillion if you will our yeah. coming out um but apparently our debut was august the 19th 2020 that historic year 2020 uh, that will remain infamous for no reason other than it's the year we started was, this podcast that was a hell of a year for um, podcasting. It was a hell of a year for podcasting and nothing else. And also for Kanazgard's reputation in the Anglosphere. Yeah, but that's it. Nothing else happened that year. Not that I know of. Not that I, I mean, I don't, I'm, something's tickling at my brain, but I, I'm not sure what it is. Uh, um, something's tickling at my, <laughs> my gooch. Are you okay? No. <laughs> You're clearly not. I'm not, I'm not necessarily in my right mind. Okay, that's fine. You never um, I'm a little, as I said, there's a lot of like disjointed selves that have are being enacted these weeks. So that makes me think it's weird. It's like three weeks that this past three weeks feels like longer than the year where I was like dead for most of it. Yeah, it is funny how that happens. Like time has nothing to do with yeah. the calendar. Okay, sure, these people so. will haunt you for the rest of your life. I feel like that's less uh, brilliant of an insight than you think it is. I don't know why I'm trying to come up with like maxims and, and epigrams. It's not really my skill set. 
Uh, I mean, but that's fine. It's sometimes it's good to do things you're not good at. Uh, sometimes it's not. Sometimes you should also not that. try. Sometimes <laughs> you remain with. As comfort. I have discovered, sometimes you should not try. No, I think um, you should try. You just haven't tried. <laughs> Your methodology is just off. Like you're. You need some pharmaceutical. There are things. There are yeah. substances that will help you, just as there are substances that will not help me. Right. Yeah, we have kind of an opposite problem. There. Like I'm pure. I'm. Yeah. By the way, the other thing is that I switched pools, which is the big revolution oh. in my life, which is way more important than any rooftop or deal. Wait, from so the JCC. Well, it's funny enough, I found out along with my new co-worker friend, an amazing woman. Um, maybe we'll get her friend on the show. Friend of the pod. Friend of the pod, pod. for sure. Yeah. yeah. Um, from Massachusetts herself. Mm-hmm. Uh, very enthusiastic and a cool person who I can be really open with. Anyway, we found out that um, my school has a deal with this place called Chelsea Piers, which is like... I, I guess it's sort of like it seems to be this like glamorous millennial space, Ooh. but not but not quite like Equinox. It's not as performative. They claim we're not as perfor- we're not as like glamorous. Isn't as Equinox. Equinox a gay gym? I don't think so. Or does it just, <laughs> mind. I don't know the whole culture of New York gyms, so I don't yeah. want to okay. okay. in those waters. Okay, but Chelsea but anyway, Piers. Chelsea Piers, we get a big discount. So I, they, okay. there's a pool there that has a deck that overlooks the Hudson River. Oh, and shit. you can like sunbathe and chill out there for hours whoa wait and it's damn. 10 minutes from my workplace yeah you can brilliant. do you get now, a guest pass i want to go yeah weirdly enough the day that i signed up for the discount rate right in the nick of time a clock in the jcc falls and, sh- <laughs> and shatters it's like who- <laughs> magical really what the fuck is this a clock falls and shatters into pieces and then the pieces fall into the pool, and the pool is closed for a week. The day I sign up at Chelsea Piers, I would say I think that's Nabokovian, or maybe Amos. It's almost too um, obvious, and it's in its I know symbolism. It's crude. Jesus Christ! Jesus, damn, New York's no joke, dude. All there kinds of literary of like, shit will happen to you if you move there. I, you just have to like present yourself, and and motifs will the motifs start forming. Present, yeah. They will start forming the themes, dare I say, the symbolisms, the allegories, if you will, perhaps. It's almost, it's hard. Like, why should I even try to write? Yeah. Yeah. When New York is just writing for you. Yeah. The city is inscribing itself into my consciousness. Anyway, the the clock shatters. The the Jewish (laughs) pool is closed. Although I still am paying for membership there. I don't know why. I guess I could go like take a piss there from around in the neighborhood that's nothing to sneeze at i know i actually thought about doing that place to use the bathroom that's a big crisis in new york too Um, (laughs) this is a very big crisis you're always like trying to find a place to piss my phone is constantly dead yeah i can't you should get a mobile charging pack but then i just lose that and then Mm -hmm. that would go dead so you see like then i just have to okay fair enough it's easier just to let the phone die also it kind of gives me an excuse to check out of the world right which is what we're all also that which is what we all are desperately striving for um so anyway i don't know where the fuck i was going with this but um i've been swimming at chelsea piers and this has been a component of my new like week three self 
Okay. Because formerly I was sort of your like your Upper West Side like Jewish uncle talking about his <laughs> bar mitzvah, Harry Balsam himself. And now the musical. What was it like? The musical. Yeah, the musical. Went, the Sound of Music and the Haftorah yeah. and my and my cousin yeah. Steve's bar mitzvah. Your cousin's bar mitzvah. Well, I do miss those dudes. We formed a little locker room community. I mean, they didn't know bad. I was a part of it, but I felt myself. <laughs> That's okay. I also think I caught various foot fungi and well that'll happen there. to you in locker rooms um there's no way around that actually one. my coworker warned me she said if you go to the dcc dude you gotta wear flip-flops and i said no yeah. i i'm always raw dog it please yeah i always raw dog it with you do always at the, raw dog it at the jc at the no yeah. only at the jcc well and with life you know famously yeah. Oh, well yeah well actually, maybe not I mean, anymore after last yeah. night <laughs> okay but sometimes you can do some little something. It doesn't, you're still raw dogging. It's fine. That's the question though. We don't, that's the whole. Is the dog the, still raw after last night? Is the dog still raw? <laughs> <laughs> this dog certainly feels raw as fuck right now. Let me this say dog that. looks raw. No, I feel scrubbed raw. <laughs> like I feel like somebody scoured me and scowled at me and sanded me. And I just, I'm going to go back to Belmont. <laughs> Robin, if you're listening to this, please pick up your son. Thankfully, go gather him. My Robin doesn't. All even all she said about the Vanity Fair article was, "I thought I didn't think much," <laughs> which is weird for her. Actually, I mean, usually she would deliver yeah uh, some paragraphs of thought. But anyway, I don't know where it's going to. So I have this new self that's like, right? I don't know. Actually, the Chelsea Pierce is a lot of older people too. It's not. It's not all glam. Did you know flesh. that that was um. A huge gay cruising site in the 70s. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I did know that. Yeah. Uh, I haven't experienced that yet myself. Well, now the cruising, as you said, <laughs> is like, are you, do you have a podcast? Yeah. It's just guys asking each other on Treadwells if they have a podcast. That would be funny if it were <laughs> all just an attempt to like hook up, <laughs> like a gay cruising technique and yeah. I just actually went with it. But as though I have a podcast. And then he invented this like literary party. <laughs> right. Yeah. <laughs> as a it's ruse. All... <laughs> Well, in so a way, the long cruise that's what they call it. In a way, it was a long cruise, <laughs> the longest um, cruise, the longest cruise. Yeah, that's my next novel. So, <laughs> so I've been in a Chelsea Piers mode now. Um, okay, nice. And they even have a cafe there where I'm gonna start writing there. I love that. I've been reading this Janet Malcolm book on Freud on the deck. Mm, okay and you know my attention span is pretty obliterated so i basically read like two pages then uh like go on hinge <laughs> right yeah where you're yeah. also recognized <laughs> from the podcast. uh that's true i guess that was the first yeah. that was the first i yeah who knew that this is how i would it, it, I, I said to Oda, like this is probably as good as it's gonna get like yeah, getting probably. ID to clandestino, that's probably the term. That's probably my logical terminus of like fame, yeah, so called. Yeah. <laughs> where do you, that's it? Like no, even if I were to go from there. If you write, if you're a writer, no one knows what you look like. No one knows your voice. You're just some nebula. You're just a name right. on a page. Right. And I probably won't publish under my own name. Oh really? No, I mean I might, I would do like A Ellis or yours. Oh right, we've talked about this. <laughs> but then I get confused with Brett Easton uh, Ellis. That would you know be how, like, yeah, that would be an issue. You know how there are all those writers like E.M. Forster and Yeah, yeah. E there's like the, all those writers, the acronym writers that basically become all the same yes, writer. Pritchett. 
VS Pritchard, AS Bias. Naipaul. What is Naipaul? VS Naipaul. something Naipaul VS. He's also VS. They should just um, combine them to make it easier. That's a good idea. Just combine the court by. Anyway. We do have like 20 voicemails to get through, Oh, shit. So. <laughs> I didn't know we, I thought we only got six. That's why I was trying to fill dead air. Oh, no, no, no. We have a lot. Yeah, I'm surprised. I, I, we'll I was, I was actually to happy to take a back seat today because I feel a bit ragged, but. um. Well, sorry. You're going to have to uh, pull your weight, Andrew. But I showed okay. up late. I know you were having a lot of fun last night, but I don't you made know a commitment. Fun. I don't know if fun here. is the word. I really don't well, know if fun is the you word. You did something last night, um, as opposed to me, who sat in my chair and read my Martin Amos from the library. Honestly, though, like I wish I had done that. And I'm jealous yeah. of you doing that because I'd feel Thank a lot you. more grounded right now had I done that. Probably. But, you know, it was a learning. I guess it was a learning moment. It's dialectical. It's part of the, you know, this is the... Yeah, thesis, sometimes the, the dialectic just gets you down. Sometimes it does. <laughs> okay, okay, let's do this. Let's do this. I have a set list. I wrote down all of the voicemails so I don't forget them. And then I'm going to cross out the ones once we answer it so I don't, I get to everyone. So also let me know. I hope this works, this um, screen sharing audio thing. Okay, so we're going to do the first one, and it is... Okay. Hey, now that you two have stormed the fashion world with your t-shirt design, I was wondering if we could get a fit check for today. Also, what fall fashion trend should we be on the lookout for? Love the show. Thank you, guys. Bye. What exactly is a fit check? Oh, my God. I can't believe you don't know what a fit check is. Can I just add something? Yeah. You know, we were discussing my the juxtaposition of the book I'm reading and Hinge. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like one of my Hinge pictures is um me in the you know the uniform in the struggle shirt or no but, in well, the Lacoste polo. No, the oh no, actually not yet. The <laughs> no the the struggle shirt and like right, my yeah, socks yeah. and the short right. shorts. Yeah, yeah. And multiple women have used. I guess now I'm seeing a uh, nexus for me because they've really written like amazing fit. Or like, I love this fit. And I wasn't sure what they were trying to say. You said one million years old. I can't believe you don't know what a fit I'm, is. I'm sort of exaggerating for comic effect. But uh, <laughs> they were, I just didn't know. Where, I know it was more like I was curious as to where this idiom came from. Um, right. And I was right. happy at, that they were pre- they appreciated it because I look like a fucking it's nerd. A like, like, you should have seen me yeah, like last night. I look like such a fucking but nerd. Women in New York are, are into that. Is that? I, I mean, I guess yeah. because I. I was just fucking cold last night, but I looked—I <laughs> looked like a like a nautical nerd in this in 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 clandestino. Yeah, no, but that's. But I, that's I guess it maybe book. they think it's like ironized, but it's actually not. Like I, in, or maybe it's slightly iron. I don't know. I don't know if it's ironic. I think they probably think it's slightly ironized, or maybe no. I think they just want like a fresh, just like some fresh meat from the province. I didn't see. I didn't, I wasn't you know? seeing anybody wanting any anything. <laughs> I was just present. I mean. <laughs> I was just there, my whole self, my honest self. You know, it's about. Yeah. I kept saying I did last night. Like, <laughs> I came up with. I, I guess I have been a mantra guy. I said, "Dude, like, it's actually a Bob Dylan line." Unfortunately, I said, like, mm. "Tonight we're just gonna watch the river flow." Just and then <laughs> and then, <laughs> and then I shortened it over the course of the night to just river flow. Like I would look at Odin and just say, "River flow." <laughs> 
just like uh, river comma flow or just river flow and right, okay. that became our like, like guiding that. mantra but like then that. then of course i i entered my own little trip and like right. he i think was flowing Odin was flowing uh that's right he was okay. flowing and i was shaking on the ground but uh anyway <laughs> uh so what's your what are you wearing Drew? what's your fit check actually there's a story behind this shirt which is i know i recognized it i clocked it immediately it's a free sound shirt which was the is the beautiful space at grinnell college in grinnell mm-hmm. iowa where mm-hmm. yeah aspiring uh, young musicians as i was myself back then still am in a sense can practice and jam with mm-hmm. with great amps and guitars and the like yeah, yeah. and they and they came up with a a, a piscine design it's fish um yeah and the shirt is so old and i have two additions i have a large and extra large this is the large which fits better it's so old that the fish are faded and now there's a hole Aww. right on my solar plexus Aww. for easy access if you want to <laughs> if you want to give it give drew a little boop if you want to poke me the, yeah <laughs> which is a sensitive spot for me um yeah and i love this shirt i somebody once told me drew you need new shirts. You need new T-shirts. Mm-hmm. And I did acquire some new T-shirts, but I've I wear this shirt I think once a week, and I've worn it once Same. a week since I got it. I remember oh, I yeah. had that shirt. I bought it also, but then I lost it immediately, maybe, and I'm still really your, depressed. Maybe about I took it. yours or something. Honestly, maybe yeah, because <laughs> I feel like we don't talk about this enough on the show. Drew and I lived together in a house with three of our friends in year of college. I blacked it out. Another thing I blacked out. Yeah. Um. But yeah, and then I also lost my Alan Schrift shirt immediately. My sh- my shirt with um, philosophy professor Alan Schrift's face on it. I have that here. It's have mine. You gr- have my shirt. No, I have mine own. You you have your own. Okay. I also have I have a ton of Grinnell swag. I have a block party shirt. Only one. Man, I only have like one. Why did I lose all those shirts? Sorry, I just used the word swag. Mm. Um, yeah, and then I'm wearing these um, really short uh gym shorts that i actually haven't washed <laughs> probably like three inches no. and i haven't washed since i got to the city um great but what's your fit check oh yeah so okay so i'm wearing a um i'm wearing a t-shirt that says the richard gear museum on it the fuck is that and it has a picture if you know you know i'm not going to explain any further okay um and it has a picture of richard gear's face on it let me see it from here there's richard gear um and i wear the shirt maybe yeah maybe once a week it's very comfortable um it's a good like i would say litmus test of what people think the richard gear museum is a real thing and which people don't because some people immediately clock it they're like there's no way there's really a richard gear museum in chicago illinois and then some people are like, oh, that's cool. That's nice. What is that like? And um, a lot of moms on Capitol Hill think it's really funny. So hmm. last yeah. night I saw somebody wearing a shirt that said Clinton family. Uh, and then it had the name of the Jeffrey Epstein Island. Oh, yeah. Wait, no, that goes back to my that was what Felix was modeling when I oh, tried right. to marshal everyone to that's a, that's um, right. comment on his post so, and wear a shirt. So I saw somebody uh, wearing one of the shirts. Well, they should have been wearing our shirt instead. I thought, 
I should have handed some out. Yeah, honestly, yeah, it sounds like that party is like ground zero for our potential, our struggle listeners. I mean, it was not only potential, it was like current and active. But but kind of more like nebulously so. In yeah, fact, they just kind of, of know about it. There was a lot of critique of podcast technique last mm. night. Oded was mis- mischievously <laughs> in- engaging them. I he, said, he said, so what kind of podcast do you like? Do you like like really loosely organized podcasts or do you like narrative podcasts? <laughs> and he was just sending it all up. But then he was but he also wouldn't allow me to like talk myself and um <laughs> I'm also not not everybody knew I was I was a practitioner of the form, but I hope they didn't know. Um, but there was actually a lively there was a lively discourse about the podcast aesthetic, so I think I think I appreciated okay. that. Although what, I think in the what moments, is specifically about aesthetic? Uh, somebody who expressed an interest in being a guest on the show, she said that um. She didn't. A woman like listens po- to our show. No, but like <laughs> in, in, in knew of it. No way. In the world, so to speak. she yeah. said that she didn't like when they were too rigidly organized, but then she also didn't like when they were too loose and spontaneous. Okay. And I just said, well, you like loathe our show. Then I mean, I, I don't. Yeah. Well, I don't. I mean, it depends on the episode, but we're almost. Well, I'm like, trying to lend some structure to this episode, but I, we're I'm pretty free sure associative. <laughs> that's that's the. Ch- but then, then somebody else said, "Oh, and it's all about the dynamic and the rapport." between mm, the so guests true. or sorry, yeah, between yeah. the hosts mm-hmm. and you want to be in that social relationship this is what Oded was leading them towards so maybe he was trying right. to flatter me because okay. of course we have a we have that infectious charm that we do famously. our listeners just participate in they feel um, like we're their friends right which and honestly are. i taught my mom the word parasocial the other day and she yeah. has not stopped using it since she's obsessed she's well, it's like really, one of those words I mean, that, and she uses it correctly but she's just so delighted with the word um, it is one of those words that becomes like an all-purpose tool once you learn it. It does. It seems to capture a lot of things about this present moment, if you will. I know, but I'm sick of the present moment. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, so, you know, I even think that I'm starting to worry that our like podcasts are becoming outray or outmoded. Hmm. Because that could be. Are people re? Maybe I mean the simplistic crude argument is that people are now somewhat more engaged with so-called real physical life which is uh, imaginary but so like i you know i don't personally turn to podcasts for those relationships anymore i don't listen i don't i'm no longer a listener i know i don't either i don't listen to any podcast but that's because i got but i think that's because we are podcasters now i got so enmeshed in our own that i didn't want to hear yeah yeah no the only podcast i listen to is our podcast seriously Uh, i don't even listen to that Oh, I listen to every episode. It's like a, it's like a football coach reviewing the game tapes. I'm like taking notes. You know? You're a better. I don't actually take practitioner notes, than I, myself. I, do listen to them. I listen to the um, ones I edit, and then I do a cursory listen to the ones you edit. To... Yeah, I do have a closer listen to the but ones I edit. But if too. I edit them, I by the never way, you should edit. edit this one. Oh. I edited the last one. Well, maybe. Okay, I don't, maybe. Do you have work this week? Yeah, but it's pretty lax. Yeah. It's I actually pretty... don't have work tomorrow, so maybe I'll edit this one. But I do want to do a careful edit because, as I said, um. I'm having some anxiety. You're having anxiety about the story you told earlier. Not really. I think. I think it's. I don't think it's. I don't think you said anything revealing. Yet. It was. <laughs> no. Um. Okay. I'm just gonna start. Oh, and so it's my ordeal. Know, personal ordeal. What are fashion advices for fall? 
or what would what did you say for forecasting trends oh oh you know what i want to get um i'm gonna get a oh no i have a jean jacket but i I would like to get a black jean jacket oh i don't fuck with that i don't know why i don't like denim jackets oh that's my whole world no i just don't approve of i don't know why i've never liked them you fuck with a pea coat why. though. I remember you you fuck with a pea coat. Oh, back in the day. Yeah. No sure. longer? Oh no, I haven't worn a pea coat in 10 years, probably. Shit, I just wear a practical puffer puffer coat no, but in that's, the winter. What about no? I'm t- okay, actually we've talked about this. I remember we had a conversation about this at Grinnell. Yeah. Somewhere after we talked about whether or not sex was teleological, we <laughs> had a conversation about fall coats. That could be right, yeah. Oh, my fall no. coat is honestly like an Adidas or, track like an in between coat. Yeah, in between in between coats are fraught and they're full of, uh, yeah, difficulty Especially and angst for me. Grinnell was a weird time because I remember yeah. there were some time, uh, mornings where it would be like forty degrees yes. and then yeah, yeah. it would rise up to eighty um, by the time you were coming yes, back no, from it was, lunch. Yeah, it was fucked. I miss Iowa really bad. I really don't. Well, you didn't have the same. I didn't have the same connection, I guess. Because now that I'm in New York, my brand, I'm sort of like a Midwestern brand. Right. That's your, that's part of your brand. Like, well, I'm a cookie blend of Boston, (laughs) France, and Iowa. Is that what you have in your hinge profile? No, my, no, my hinge profile is like nonsense verse. Okay. Just like a novel. (laughs) I'm done. I think I have to give it up, the novel. Yeah. Oh, the, not hinge, the novel. Well, Hinge is the novel. <laughs> Hinge is the novel. No, I, I really, it's really sad. No, it's not sad. But when you're with a friend you haven't seen in a while, and then you realize that you're both on Hinge simultaneously, what do we do with that? Like you're talking to each other, but then you go on your phone and you're That's on Hinge? That's right. That's weird. Why or would like you we're do talking, that? Because we're like obsessive losers. <laughs> <laughs> That's really rude. No, it was, I mean, we were interacting with each other's pl- Hinges. Oh, okay. So you're at least like still interlocuting. Oh, for sure. It was a discourse. Oh, I thought you were just dialogue. like across the table from each other. No, it wasn't like alone together, phone. whatever bullshit yeah. they used to say. Yeah. Um, anyway, okay. let's get another message on Howard Stern. <laughs> <laughs> but he, I want to I wanna say what the fall forecast is. Oh, I totally forgot Sartorially. that. Sartorial. I'm, I'm scattered today. Yeah, Great word, sartorial. Are. Um, thank you. I've been using I actually think I'm more focused in some sense. Anyway, give us a little meteorological scatolog or so <laughs> scatological. Sartorial <laughs> advice. Yeah. Um, well no, I was just thinking maybe like uh for instance, like on top, you could maybe wear like um maybe like an R struggle t-shirt available at rstruggle.store. Uh, which there's still, I don't know, maybe a couple dozen left in my office right here. And um, I'd love to sell them to you, but you know, it's just an idea. And maybe as for the rest of the outfit, I'm thinking um, maybe some below the knee khaki shorts, um, Ingva style, and maybe like some tube socks. Always, I mean, I'm a huge tube sock. Tube tube socks fan. and um, Adidas slides. I realize tube socks are really crucial because they slides. they accentuate like the the leg somehow. They they add to you the shape of your form. I think so. Yeah, I mean, they accentuate if you also, your calves to some degree, and I also think that um, 
the you don't want to expose your ankles. That's true. I heard, very I heard somebody say that's ungainly. People might get too horny. No, no. You expose your ankles. No, it just seems it seems almost like ankles are they're like bulbous. They are they are kind of uh because there's really no meat on those. They're just out there. I yeah, mean, this I mean, although I like that they're sort of animal and like you're they just are, a, they yeah. No, I see I, what you mean. They're very, they're very uh, what do you call it? Almost un almost kind of unpolite. It's like you're reduced to it's a little yeah. uncouth. It's a little uncouth it's to show your flesh, ankles. Too, uh, it's like your meat and bones. It's almost like yeah. your meat and bones in public. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Although no, then okay, again, I'm I, on board. I'm on board. I've been in work orientation with three inch shorts, like yeah, and 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 Birkenstocks, and with my toes covered in blisters, and just yeah. like there I am. You yeah. know, that's a it's appropriate attire, and I for fall. I mean, you know. I really come alive in fall. Like I don't, I'm a goofy. Mm-hmm. I'm goofy in summer. It's just like, I'm like some like deranged camp counselor here mm-hmm. in summer, which is a part of me and an important part of me. But fall, you know, you get a kind of like earthier tone and an earthier blend. Yeah, it's like your mold. You know, like mold cider, mold wine. Your mold. It's like I'm I like get that mold, 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 uh, mold core. I mold mean, I break core. out the flannel you know i return to flannel but although i'm trying to move beyond yeah that. where you can wear a flannel over the um our struggle t-shirt and that would be a hypothetical fantastic outfit. sort of a yeah. grunge affect uh, but you still you just have to wear the over the knee khaki shorts and the tube <laughs> socks and the adidas slide i would honestly that'd be a sick look i would i would rock that I mean, I certainly hope this is what we'll be seeing You're in terms of menswear trends this fall. Danny Penny is going to be taking notes and writing his. This is going to go in his book or whatever. Uh, shout out to look, Danny Penny. Shout out to Danny Penny. Legendary. Legend. Legend. Daniel Penny. Actually, he's my boy. Um, but yeah, so that's the fit. Um, is there anything else that belongs? I guess on the head, maybe wear like a, a sweatband. I'm thinking. I would also encourage people to. Um, what? A, maybe they can dress like that hippie dude. Or wasn't there a hippie teacher, who was like Christian as well? What the fuck are you talking about? I don't. Know. At Grinnell? No, in the My Struggle. Oh, 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 oh. Um. Actually, we got an email about that. The one with the Mandal dialect. Because we don't even right. know about the Mondal dialect. Um, the, the only thing about that guy that I remember is that he had a Mondal dialect and a beard. So I guess grow a beard for fall. Mm, I'm um, clean now. This is really just men's wear advice, I guess. But yeah. again, it's not really kind of efficient for us to give female fashion advice since, you know, it's 90% of our listeners are dudes. So well, it's actually, it's, it's really only more like 70. I recently it's reassuring. statistics. Yeah. It's reassuring but, to think that I'm mostly in the company of my brothers, my brethren. <laughs> really? Okay, good. I, I would have anxiety if any, like a lot of wo- women were listening to this. Right. Then I'd, okay. Then it might lose its candid Nate element. Right. Because a lot of people, I heard a lot of people love our candor. You heard say, that? <laughs> you heard that on the street? Yeah uh so many some people mentioned that to me last night no they, they did not that they admire our candor no they didn't say shit they didn't say shit 
Um, but yeah, so that's, I want to say, so yeah, the beard, I want to say for some reason I'm having a vision of like a knit cap, but not like a beanie, like just like it go. it's like a, it's yeah. like a, a half hemisphere okay. that you put over your head. It's like kind of a hippie thing. I don't know how else to describe it. I'm not sure. Like knit can... and wooly and like, um, maybe a lot of different colors. Um, if you know what I mean, you know what I mean. And we'll just leave it at that. Right. Um, but yeah, that's a fit. That's the fall. That's yeah. the fall fashion. Okay, next. Let's okay, listen next. To the next call. Okay. Hey, Lord and Drew. This is listener Colby. Uh, first time, long time. Love the show, obviously. Uh, wondering if uh, the long promised live show is uh, going to get any any motion here in the fall or in the new year. Uh, and if it does, I might pitch a alternative comedy direction for you guys and introduce a character called Carl's Jr. Can- uh, Guard. Uh, and it's Canals Guard, but he just talks about uh, hamburgers and french fries and uh, uh, maybe a frosty or two if he's like, if, if Carl's Jr. has those. Anyway, Carl's Jr. Canals Guard. Hope you guys like this idea. Uh, you know, feel free to reach out to me with any questions. And, uh, you know, just happy one year anniversary, guys. Bye. Thank you, Colby, friend of the pod. Thanks, Colby. That's yeah. That's an enticing idea. I would welcome you to join us on stage at this putative live show and 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 act it yourself. I mean, yeah, I I think it's a solid idea. I maybe want to workshop it a little more, but um, I, I like where you're going with that it. That food sounds really good. Right? I would. I think actually, I'm I'm really craving like a frosty or or oh. some. A frap or is what we call it up in New England, you know. But a frap. We had a I had a good little chat about Boston last night. Anyway, mm. um but uh I love it. I mean, I love the food items in mind. Uh <laughs> Drew's like Drew's like looking at the floor like he's really considering this. Like he's like deeply I am pondering I mean, the possibility of I'm picturing Carl of Kanazgar wearing like yeah. a striped apron and serving me yeah. a, a milkshake. Oh, I like that. Can you imagine that? I would love that. Uh, um, I'm sick of all this fragrant fish. I just like, give me a, a cheeseburger. Oh, and I do kind of want a milkshake. I actually had a really bland cheeseburger for lunch. Mm, from where? I think it was a, it was some diner, but it was like oddly bland. That's just, odd. Yeah, you don't think of cheeseburgers as being it's like. Did, mm, mm. You don't it's season just, it enough, like, maybe? There's nothing there. I mean... Yeah. I also may... Oh, maybe I have... My taste buds maybe got a little fucked up. Um, But in terms of oh. a live show... Oh, well... Live show, well, you know, that's I mean, kind of up to you, I've been, uh, I've been down to clown We're for down. some... We're down. All I've been way. down to clown for some months now, Kobe. Um, the thing is... This doing two episodes a month of this, it has already pushed me to the very edge of my organizational capabilities. There, you're not, I'm not going to do any more. It's just not happening. Um, merely organizing this call in show was really quite a lot for me. So, if you are someone who has some kind of sketchy off license underground venue in New York and you want to put on a show for us, that would be great. I mean, really. Just just let us know. Pay for our lodging or food or transportation or whatever, and we'll do it. Well, we're doing the ultimate. We already have the ultimate live yeah. show planned or not. I we, don't know. We do have. Coming. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't heard anything from Lauren lately. But what, I, what I call the homecoming of sorts. The homecoming. <laughs> yep. 
that's on the that's on the horizon but i I also i mean yeah maybe it'll be good to get some more practice shows in in our home country well now that Um, i'm i'm based in new york now that you're based in new york is the fuck twat say yeah um and lauren i i heard a rumor that somebody said she should come on down i think i i think i don't what i heard somebody (laughs) somebody said it might help uh, it might help you to move, remove yourself, move to oh, New York. Yeah, that is true. Friend of the we, pod, I think. Friend of the pod. We might hear from him very soon. Uh, yeah, that's true. I might, I might remove to. I don't know. I mean, it would be, it would be fantastic if Northern we could record climbs. episodes in the flesh. That would. That would be awesome. Get that like vibe going, intimate, uh, yeah. visceral. I mean, but, we'd have to get someone to figure out the audio for us and send. Well, we 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 pay someone. Yeah, we would we would definitely pay that person. I mean, not that we make any money from the show, but not yet. Uh, not yet. But the not live yet. show, I mean, I'm down. I, I fantasized about it for months. Um, yeah. We have a coterie of fans. I'm I, I'm out here in the nights wrangling up potential guests. Yeah. Good. <laughs> and 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 alter alternatingly um, alienating people too. So, you know. <laughs> You you win some you lose some yeah like for do you every think you two- netted do you think you netted positive it was a net gain oh absolutely it was a net, net gain. gain okay there you go well because anyone I alienated they weren't gonna they weren't gonna show up at the any right. event they anyway were, yeah friends of the show and also yeah. I, I no not no alienation it's just that I yeah. I know it was a net gain like I I a solid two new friends of the pod oh that's good yeah including one I said I we already talked about the uh, you know. The presence of our, of our heroic guide Andrew, yeah, who is I think going to be a really integral part of this journey, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, Andrew set up a set up a show for us. I don't know anything about you, but it I don't seems like you know his, a lot of literary people. And oh, that's true, but I don't know if like organization is his wheelhouse. That's not his. Yeah, that's the problem is we don't know anyone who has any kind of like entrepreneurial or. This is the problem with writers; like they cannot help you with yeah. shit. <laughs> it's true it's such a drag we need like, we need a mrs nabokov to do every to yes do everything we need a us. literary wife so that... does anybody want to just like marry us and do all our secretary <laughs> does anybody want to marry me and our transcribe things and transcribe and translate our works after we die. translate i'm kind of obsessed with mrs nabokov right now we should talk about it another time that's an amos book i know mrs. yeah nabokov. i just read about her but then i also just read laughter in the dark and i'm kind of obsessed with the nabokovs now so uh, we can we'll talk about it another time. We have a lot of stuff to get to on this show, but yeah, set up a show for us. You know, you know our emails. Uh, New York seems like the best place because uh, statistically, like I think thirty percent of our listenership is in New York, uh, DC. I guess I guess there are some people listen to the show here. You know, we can just do it at my house. Just like That'd a real DIY, it's it is kind of a DC thing to do like a DIY house show, you know. Well, now there are like musicians so, will do living room shows, you know. Yeah, yeah. Oh, we could even do that. We could go to come to people's living rooms. Oh yeah, if you have a book club, if you have a book club of nice ladies like my mom's book club, maybe we can do my mom's book club. What about they would host us? What about like a reading space or like a gallery space? A gallery, yeah. Okay, we can do a gallery. You don't seem convinced uh i'm just thinking with covid stuff i feel like we need to do something oh. more underground because apparently bookstores are like still not open 
I went to a yeah, bookstore today with my with a new pal. Right, the guy we mentioned before. Yeah. The, uh, I, I agree. I, and I also went to a bookstore with an old pal. With an old pal. That's nice. Uh, oh, dead. Um, yes, I mean, I know. Oh, I know. he's dead. really special to you. Yeah, he is really special. To <laughs> he me. is really special to you. Yeah, I need to. He's really I'm special like, to me, also parasocially. I'm really worried that I hope he's okay. Oh, no, I'm not really worried, but I hope he's okay too. It was a raw day, but uh, but you know, anyway. corporate gigs. You do we'll do corporate gigs, corporate parties. You know what I want to do? Yeah. This is a holdover from the Obama age. Okay. But I know I was raised on it on them, mm-hmm. I should say, in school. A Ted mm-hmm. a TEDx talk. <laughs> a boon to middle school teachers all across the land. So true. So 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 I true. would love. Yes. Mm-hmm. yes. In fact, I think when we go to uh Norway, we're gonna get the TEDx folks involved. Yes, absolutely. Actually, if I'm not mistaken, a, f- a certain uh, Grinnell ex-girlfriend, uh, or <laughs> last I checked, worked for Ted. Oh, really? I haven't been yeah. in touch with this individual, this yeah. young woman, in some time. Well, let's maybe rekindle but things. So it's, we well, I don't think it's going to work. But, uh, so it's we never can too, do a TEDx. A TEDx. A TEDx. Like, get it? Ted EX. Like, my t- yeah. Yeah, TEDx girlfriend. TEDx girlfriend. But no one cares. I mean, Ted is such a holdover. I mean, it's so embarrassing. It does. Yeah, it is kind of. But in the world of teaching, it's still like currency. Oh, yeah. It has currency. It's current. Uh, People like teachers will say, well, you know, there's that great Ted talk. Right. Yeah. Yeah. It's like the did you see that New New Yorker article of teachers? uh, Well, actually, New Yorker also has a large looming presence. Do they really? Of teaching. (laughs) In fact, I'm supposed to teach a course that's based all around the New Yorker. No shit. Wait, really? Uh, it's like some sick revenge. I'm telling that's you, so that's like, these scenes will haunt you the rest of your life. I mean, it's just you're. You know, I was skeptical of that maxim when you first brought it up, like half an hour ago. But I'm getting kind of selling me on it. The more, the more you see me try to reject yeah. something, the more it will come. It will. I mean, maybe it's a tr- it's a trick of the unconscious somehow. But yeah, like you create the context for it to return incessantly unceasingly yeah eternal recurrence eternal recurrence um that's think, kind of it, a recurring theme of our pod is eternal recurrence is that nietzsche i think it was nietzsche Fuck, i can't remember i want to reread some nietzsche because he has a lot of good stuff about would, um health and like kind of fascist writing about bodies and health and stuff like that oh yeah uh, actually reasons. another another person i encountered at work when he found out that I do this podcast, he said, I've read them all. I've read every single one. Hell yeah. And you know how most people that most people that come out as fans of Kanazgar, they're quick to dismiss or disavow the yeah. final essay. Yeah. He said, yeah. Well, you know, you know the final pages of the book. And I said, uh, yeah. you mean you mean the the Hitler moments? <laughs> He's like, he said, I was reading it. I, I just ate it up. I could not lift my No, we got it. We got page. an email from a guy like that the other day. That's like a really specific type page. of Knausgaard fan who thinks that is the best part of the entire series. And I said, dude, yeah. you should come on the yeah. horn and, and, and <laughs> dialogue about this. Maybe, Although, yeah. you know, the school likes to use the word introspect as a verb. Like, mm. I'm going to introspect. I'm going to do some introspecting about this. Yeah. So I said, well, you should come on the podcast and do some introspecting about your adoration of the Hitler segment. Yeah, that sounds appropriate. 
And then he started talking about, he immediately turned to someone else and started talking about daycare options in, in Brooklyn. Okay, well. So that's that's the pipeline. Well, that's you the go, pipeline. You go from Hitler yep. and Kinozgard to Brooklyn daycare. Yep, that's it. It's a straight pipeline. I mean, and as we know, many of our listeners are, are fathers. So Kinozgard himself sort of rode that, oh, that yeah. route. I mean. That's true, yeah. Hmm. It's something to explore, maybe. Um, uh, but shout out to Colby. Thank you for your question. Good Colby. to hear from you, my friend. Oh, I yeah. just expanded the hole in my shirt. <laughs> I did. Oh, yeah. You should look in. You should think. Of... Uh, Nothing. Okay. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> okay, let's do this next one. This it's is not from really expansion. No, let's. I'm so sorry. I'm sorry. That was, that was uncool. That was uncool. It's okay. This is what this podcast is for. Uh, okay, this is, I just am randomly choosing things at this point. Oh, wait, no, this is Ned. Let's play it. <laughs> wait, but this is the one that didn't sound right. And then he said he would email it to me. Okay, next one. We'll get to that in a second, listener. We have a really special treat coming up for you. Okay, here's an actual person who's not your brother. I didn't really think that this was worth calling in over, but I felt like it needed to be shared, and I didn't know how else to share it. But I once saw Martin Amos smoking a blue e-cigarette in the audience of a high school play, starting, sitting on an island by himself and just ripping the vape and just sort of blowing the smoke out indoors. I recently watched the very boring documentary, The Meaning of Hitler, and in one frame, in one interview with him, you can see the same blue e-cigarette. Well, I mean, there we have in one message, like maybe four or five hour struggle motifs. Yeah. Amos, anus, smoking, uh, islands. Oh, islands. Yeah, that's a good one. Uh, And there was one other I'm forgetting. Uh, Hitler, maybe. Oh, yeah. That it. You know, I think um, I think the guy who produced that documentary is a fan of the show. I, I would he, hope so. He, well, he's he wrote to us saying that Knausgaard had declined to be in that documentary. Uh, I don't know if that's oh. confidential information. Never mind. <laughs> I don't well, know why it would be confidential. Information. I recently accepted to speak in a Hillary documentary. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Oh, congratulations. So I'm really getting pumped for that. Actually, yeah. it happened. I happened last night. I met somebody working on the sequel <laughs> to the Meaning of Hitler. <laughs> yeah, in a bar. The Meaning of Hitler Part Two. A lot of yeah. people in the in the Brooklyn bars are actually hard at work on on Hitler studies stuff. That makes sense. I feel it. As as we already proved, I mean, the Brooklyn daycare Hitler yeah. essay. It's it's all very. Pipeline. It's a pipeline. It's very. It's a dialectic. It's a pipeline. It's a dialectic. It's a thesis. It's a synthesis. It's a, sometimes the yes. dialectic gets you down. Yeah, sometimes the dialectic gets you down. <laughs> but in all seriousness, I can corroborate this because I a friend of the oh friend a uh, friend of the pad, uh, Kevin. He goes into his Adam Sandler voice to mention one of his homies. Young Kevin. Um, he succeeded me as a so-called fellow at the uh, Sun Valley Writers Conference in Ketchum, Idaho, where Ernest Hemingway blew his fucking brains out. Okay, now you're this, a little too close to the mic. I'm getting, Why can't I, you just I, put it on a table? I start talking about, I like to hold something. I start talking about Hemingway. I, I want to lick the mic. Okay, hold on. 
How do I send now? But you're so far from it. Okay, moving close now. Okay, it's whatever. It's probably fine. Um, uh, anyway, and, and no, now you're too far. No, just go do what you're doing before. He, he observed Anus Martin ripping yeah. on a blue sig at, in the middle of this conference. Well, there you go. Okay. So it's real. True, just choose one. Okay. I'm just going to hold it. Okay, that's fine. Um. Well, this just makes me think. In addition to our live show and all this, we need to really put our efforts into doing a Martin Amos episode. We do. Yeah, yeah. That's that's coming up. Yeah. This guy and it's like yeah, it's too much foreplay. Like, let's just get it. Let's just enter. If we can manage again, triggering to me. (laughs) If we can manage without assist to chemical aid. Which yeah. I don't know. I myself, I mean, I'm not, <laughs> you know, potency is not always a guarantee where, where oh, I'm no. concerned. No, no, no. I mean, it takes, yeah. it takes a village. It, <laughs> yes, that's so true. <laughs> but uh, yeah, Amos, I was, I was Google image searching him for about half an hour before this. And um, first of all, I ascertained that he is disappointingly five, six, which is not even that short. Yeah, that's not. I would have been much more impressed by like his Lothario uh, history if he had, in fact, been five three. Yeah, that's um, not as diminutive as I'd hoped. That's really not that diminutive. Why but, is he coming? Um, why is he? Why is he cosplaying as a midget? I know. I feel like he's kind of stealing like dwarf valor. That's part of his like British yeah. stick. That's really part of. But five six is not even that short. Like. I mean, his wife is definitely. I was also looking up his wife or his second wife, who's really hot. Um, she's hot. She's very hot. She's hot. very good, and she's quite a bit taller than him, which I think is cool. That so, creeps me out, but yeah, I like that. Shout yeah. out to Isabel and Martin. Is it Isabel and Martin? Are they? They're up in Brooklyn. They're in um, uh, Cobble Hill. Cobble where Hill. He bought a house. Yeah. Well, yeah. yeah. We're gonna he, be he, talking about that more in coming weeks. Don't worry. Wait, are you? Is there something you know that I don't know? No, no. I just expect we're going to be getting more into the Amos mythology. Well, that's because I'm gonna I'm gonna be posting up, staking. Oh out yeah. Certain. I mean, yeah. Cobble Hill can't be that big. Just try different. I mean, it's cobble. Stones. It's cobblestone. Yeah, you'll find it eventually. So cobble. Um, in fact, we might hear from someone who's done just that, in a uh, pretty soon. So uh, let's move on. Thank you for thank you for writing in or calling in. Ensuite. Next. That's what that means. En sweet is next. That means next. En sweet. Yeah, like in sweet, like a I sweet love that. following. Yeah. They already cut. Okay. They always have those felicitous phrases, the French. They do have really felicitous phrases. That's true. Someone once told me that. Yeah. Okay. Moving right along. Um, let's do this is a really special one. Okay. Let's uh this is going to be hard to understand. I'm just saying in, in, in advance. Yeah, over there. Nice. All this, uh, like, yeah, all this Martin penis, anus stuff, yeah. You know, you got to fucking let, let it lie. I mean, if you ever is your show, yeah, I'm not saying, you know, maybe you might say if you show out. I don't know, but if you ask me... <laughs> 
If you ever need your fucking show, yeah, I fucking like the show. I'm not slagging it off or nothing, yeah. But if you ever need your fucking show, whatever you fucking like Americans say, like you'll be triggered. Something like that, like childhood trauma and that. You know, childhood bullying taunts on the playground and that. You really want to take take him back there? Like he's gonna come on your show when he's thinking like back to like when he was seven. Some cunt was like fucking calling him an anus. Fucking sort of, you know, you fucking Americans, you say everything so light, yeah. But anyway, eh, give the guy a break, yeah. Go easy on the bloke. He's getting on now, you know. So, eh, I do fucking love the show, yeah, so, but, eh, eh, I hope, eh, I'm sure you got a fucking beautiful future, you lot. But, eh, Loads of love from Fazakali and the Mersey Sound. Uh, I just wanted to know, um, yeah, a couple of questions like, yeah, well, not questions like, yeah, when are you getting fucking Will Self on there, yeah? Or uh, Gwendolyn Riley, she's from Liverpool, you know. Anyway, loads of love, again, from Fazakali. Okay. Okay, so Drew, tell me how much of that did you understand? Like, what what concepts do you think were being touched on in that? Mystery? I heard it. I thought I heard anus. Yes. Penis. Yeah. Show. Okay. Love. Maybe that was it. I can't tell if it was like a Scot a Scotch dialect or Norwegian. That's where they all. So blend. it's it's neither. I'm pretty sure I know who this is. It's a it's definitely a Manchester. Bloke. oh okay it's yeah northern. this is a guy it's with some... a very yeah very 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 severe but that's northern almost english where accent. northern english almost becomes like scan i know well yeah it's the same it's yeah you know shit's happening up there it's the north sea yeah but um it, it took me maybe four or five listens to try to understand what he was saying right and the the gist i believe is that uh he thinks we're doing too much slagging off of martin I'm not gonna go do them. Martin Enos. Enos. Calling him that. He has childhood trauma. Remember when he's talking about the trauma? So he thinks, I guess what he's saying is maybe he has Martin Amos has childhood trauma from being called Martin Anus. And therefore, oh. if we keep calling him that, he will not come on our show. I mean, that's pretty low grade yeah. trauma. Also, again, like this is a man who has, you know, had a pretty chill life like he, he was got born a job into the at the industry. times yeah he was born into it times literary supplement at what like 27 he's an editor yeah. there at 27 he debut novel at like 24 the rachel papers. uh rachel papers yeah and uh you know clearly had no problem with the ladies so despite being five six not as short as we thought but still impressive so i think he's fine um yeah, I don't think he's yeah. having paroxysms of anxiety and doubt about this. But thank you for wishing us a beautiful future. I really, I got so much joy out of your your. I accent. really enjoy the. Vocal I really enjoy spe- it. Yeah. the speech. I didn't act necessarily just... understand it, but it was it was beautiful. It was music and it. art. Um, it was music. Yeah, I wonder if you were accentuating it a little bit for our benefit, which is fine. I truly I thought it. it was Norwegian at first. Oh, I thought it was Scottish. I was certain it was yeah. Scottish until like the third time I listened to it. And he mentioned these like Man- Mancunian authors. 
Wait, think, is this our? Yeah, this is our Mancunian friend. I'm pretty sure. I mean, I'm thinking we'll make it. We'll certainly make a Manchester stop after oh, or before Norway, yeah. because sure. that's how home of our oh, other... Manchester. So much. I mean, we started before. the Holy Trinity of Kanazgard, uh, Anus, and Morrissey. That's true. Yeah, we have to pay tribute. Maybe Kanazgard is not himself in the Trinity. He's I don't like... think he's in the Trinity. So. Just Morrissey. We have our like English world. It's weird because yeah. although we pretend to be Scandinavian, in some ways we have a very strong like Anglo vibe. We do, yeah. Between the Anuses and the Larkins and the Hitchens and the Woods and the Robsons. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And like even Dean Kissick is sort of a sneaky kind of trans trans Anglo. He's trans. <laughs> He's trans Anglo. I want to see. No, I guess Dean. he's trans American. I can't wait to see Dean. He's my trans friend. Oh, do you want to hear from him? Yeah, let's listen to Dean. This is yeah, a great. Let's hear from him, okay. I'm hungry now. <laughs> You're hungry. We, I was thinking maybe we should divide it into two sessions. Yeah. I'm Honestly, like, yeah, maybe we should. I'm let's like, do star- that. I'm starting to yeah. flag. Let's do that. I mean, we can make it one episode, but I think. Well, yeah. Let's just let's just pick up again, like in because the day. I'm feeling a bit wrecked. Yeah, and I'm enough. hungry, and I know it's all my fault, and I have a lot of uh, regrets. But we can break this up into two episodes. Also, I don't care. Yeah. Um, this is so sort yeah. of one. This is one for the fans only. <laughs> this is very much an episode for the fans. I'm starting to worry that we're like deep. It's becoming incomprehensible. <laughs> It's really becoming a I I mean I myself. Oh god, don't know yeah, we have what, so many people to get through. What layer of like reference I'm making anymore? It's it's multi-layered to say the least. Okay, okay this is let's, Dean. Let's get Kissick. Let's get Dean. Maybe he'll reinvigorate you. Hi, this is Dean Kissick. I'm calling you from Firenze, Tuscany. Um, the bells of Santissima Annunziata just been ringing out across the piazza. And I've been thinking about how Carlo Ve writes often about this sense of longing, this hard to define sense of longing. And he writes very powerfully about his own experiences of beauty, his personal experiences of. I think it cut off. <laughs> his personal experiences of. Of. Well, it was a, worth it as always for the Kissick vocal textures. Beautiful, silky. I mean, talk about a man who was made for the podcast moment. Truly. Where would he be without it? I I guess he was having he was feeling himself to be Kanaz Guardian adrift in a foreign place. Something like that. Or maybe he was well, like being overwhelmed by beauty and I've actually been thinking myself about those pages we read with uh, Dean when Knausgaard is new in Stockholm as I as as I am new. In right. Oh, yeah. You are having a Knausgaardian moment right now. And it's like it's kind of sad because you you can watch everything go go from being hyper real and specific to see it becoming routinized and sort of deadened and, you know, and like patterned into the mundanity. But then it's new patterns emerge and they're fresh and alive again. It's very true. Like, it's it's strange. Um, and actually, the truth is, I haven't. Not a lot of patterns have emerged in a way that makes them feel 
dead because that's what you know I, the clock fell and smashed in the jcc pool and <laughs> i i read <laughs> time smashed times it's just like a a pigeon flew into me and then oded said well dude this is a very significant moment for you like analytically because what is a bird it's a woman oh i didn't realize birds were (laughs) Yeah, like this bird has flown norwegian wood james wood norwegian wood oh my god (laughs) that was masterful free association that was i'm gonna that was that was good that was good. So anyway, he said this bird flew into you, and this is like a yeah. woman is flying into you without your you're just walking around. So what do we do with this? Yeah. A woman is wait, what? I still well, don't get the the bird woman. Like a bird is a girl, like your bird and your bird kid. The Beatles. Well, it's why a would Beatles a bird stick. be a woman? Is that know, just like, like an a old... British thing you call like a cockney and there's a right a right fit yeah. bird? That kind of thing. Okay. Yeah. Don't. That's something that our Mancunian would probably say a right a right fit bird. So the bird, I guess the bird. I'm not sure what the bird flying into me was meant to sort of represent in the psychoanalytic allegory, but it was like mm-hmm. a a woman hitting me without, uh-huh. even though I was maybe trying to just go about my day. Or I also have a phobic of pigeons, right? Or of perhaps birds. Mm-hmm. And but I I couldn't help but get hit by the bird and perhaps i even it ha- i wanted it to hit me or it had to hit me uh and that was a crucial event because that sort of kicked me into life here i was in a dead stupor until that bird hit me i'm serious damn okay yeah uh anyway that's a kenazgard but kenazgard never hit he's never had those rare rare are the hit moments you know he's like he just sort of like the neighbor yeah the russian neighbor is kind of like that there's always that one um but i can't wait to hang out with dean in in this glorious city i'm jealous i wish i well you can always come on down (laughs) (laughs) i don't know Oh, we really, we really need to wrap up for today. I like it. <laughs> I'm at the stage where I can only think of eating, putting like pizza and ice Fair cream enough. in my in my my, 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 what do you call your it? Gullet. A maw? I want to say your gullet. Your ma. Gullet. <laughs> yeah, ma and gullet. I want to say ma. Gullet. Your ma gullet. and gullet. That's a good. That's not like a name for some pretentious rest, like restaurant. Ma and gullet. Ma and gullet. I could I see like, that, actually, right? Yeah, you're right? That's a good right. name. That is a good name. Ma and Gullet. That's where Gullet. we should do our first live show. Is that Ma and Gullet? I was struggled live at the Ma and at Gullet. At the Ma and Gullet. Tip your bartender. Yeah, and they have like crispy Brussels sprouts. Yeah, with precise, like that, with precisely. Like aioli. That is exactly yeah. what they would fucking have. And Ooh. I would rock that. A craft beer. Mm-hmm. Get saison beer. Mm-hmm. And I wouldn't. I won't drink it. I will touch it. I will look at it. And um, because <laughs> I don't. Yeah. I I'll, I'll do a live show on pure fucking seltzer. That's all I need to do a live show. Nice. I am. Pure I'm seltzer. a walking live show. What are you talking about? You're right. You're right. What do you think right a bird that. flies into me because she knows I'm a I'm walking a live show. That's exactly why. <laughs> um. <laughs> this is becoming outrageous. 
Okay, let's let's throw in the towel for today. This is gonna be part one. You have just listened to part one of our This would probably be better with a harmonica. You used to make me fish toast. We live in silence by candlelight. Now he eats blackened chops and drinks from day to night. Don't know if I miss him. Don't even know if I'm sad. I've had one of the worst dads that anyone's ever had. He taught English at a local school. To be or not to be. I wonder if his students knew him. If they could even see. When I saw him in a flowy shirt. I knew things were going bad. I had one of the worst dads that anyone's ever had. When his parents came round, he was a different type of man. He would get all boisterous, chatty, and speaking with his hands. When they go, he'd get pouty. Call me a sissy, ooh, it made me so mad. I had one of the worst dads that anyone's ever found him dead in a chair, pickled by a drink, looking like the Michelin man. He shit himself before he died, the place looked like Vietnam. I had one of the worst days that anyone ever had. But he died like an animal in his own filth, and I guess that makes me sad.